What's good, everyone? Thank you so much for joining me. Welcome to the Love to Riva podcast. Um, this podcast is published in conjunction with my blog, lovetoriva.com. And this is a space where we are celebrating the beauty and the mess of healing. So this podcast has been a long time coming, and I'm so grateful to finally be able, be able to have this space in my life to um, kind of, you know, focus my creative energy onto something that is also bringing me fruit. Um, I am an actor. I'm also a mom and a writer. Uh, I kind of do a whole bunch of shit and I'm trying all of the things right now um, just to kind of propel me and where I am um, on my healing journey. And so I'm just so grateful that you are here with me and hopefully we get some good shit worked out. Um, so yeah, so this is going to be the first episode and honestly, I'm not really sure how all of this is going to work. Um, as I'm starting this podcast off, I want um, the majority of these episodes to be focused on my actual writing. I recognize that we live in a day and age where um, we have so many different receiving styles you know some people aren't readers um, and and some people like to tune in more from an auditory um, lens or perspective Um, and so I want to be able to provide that and also you know nothing that we do is truly benevolent let's be real here right so um, another reason why I'm doing this podcast is because I have been on this journey for a large part of my life. Um, I mean, probably from elementary school of really learning to accept my voice, um, which is kind of, of course, I'd get a text message, bro. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it's kind of ironic because um, I use my voice for my work when when I'm working, you know, (laughs) actors don't really get booked all the time. Uh, I can tell you that. Um, but you know, I have to present a certain confidence in, in my instrument, which is my voice and my body. And, um, my voice has always been a source of great insecurity for me. And so I'm hoping that I will be able to kind of work that shit through, (laughs) um, by, by creating this podcast. So, uh, you know, if my voice troubles you, as much as it troubles me, I, I, I would really, really appreciate um, compassion. And uh, I, I'd urge you to go on over to lovetariva.com and just read that shit, you feel? Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so where I am right now, you know, there's been so much that's been going on and it's so crazy how the universe works. Um, I feel like as I am going through my healing process, um, God, the universe, ancestors, um, whatever divinity you believe in, um, I feel like they have collectively been sending people into my life, not only to support me, but also for me to be a support too. And, um, it has just been this really beautiful experience of, of learning that my trauma and my pain and um, all of the difficulties that I'm going through, man, as fucked up <laughs> as it has left me, um, 
I am finding comfort and relief in seeing that there is a bigger picture, you know, and the bigger picture may just be that you are able to um, express empathy to someone else who is in a similar situation. Um, you may be able to shine a light on someone who is going uh, down the same path as you were. You may be able to help them avoid the hurt and the pain that you've experienced. And so I, I try to see the disappointments in my life through that lens, but I'm only human. And sometimes I am just broken and I am just low. And um, that's where therapy and Lexapro <laughs> and, and my fantastic support system come in. Um, one thing that you will find out about me um, as, as I am creating these podcasts and um, writing these blogs is I am probably um, dangerously transparent. Um, I think that I look back on things that I've said online or things that I've disclosed to people and I, I wonder, <laughs> you know, I, I, I probably have enough out there for people to really sack me with a horrible crime or something. Not that I've committed crimes, but, you know, I've said some shit um, and I just I don't have much of a filter. I also don't have a lot of shame in regards to um, letting people know how I'm feeling and how I'm processing things. I have shame in other ways, and that will come up in my blog and podcasts, of course. Um, but I don't have any shame in, in being honest, you know, because I recognize that we're all just on this human journey trying to figure all of this out. Um, so yeah, I, I don't have anything to hide. Um, I have a lot of flaws, but I'm learning that I also have a lot of really beautiful things about me. And I know you also have those beautiful things just radiating from you as well. <laughs> so, um, I have talked enough. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and, uh, get into this first blog post, um, it, it has taken me a while to decide to publish all of this. Um, so the way that this blog came about was um, I, I began therapy with a new therapist about two years ago. And this was my first time having a, a black therapist. And I was just overjoyed um, with finding him. And he has just been so influential in my healing and in my um, understanding of myself and of my situation and really going through and processing um, my childhood wounds and things of that sort. And so I began um, just taking notes after um, my therapy sessions. And um, so that's kind of how this blog came about. And so uh, I do want to be um, transparent in that many of these, um, the concepts of them were, were happens rather um, a while ago. So some of these may not, I may not be in the same space as, as um, the time that these are published, if that makes sense. Um, because um, this first blog post that I wrote, for instance, or that I'm publishing, for instance, um, I believe that this was written um, a few months ago. Um, I changed some things around uh, just to kind of, you know, my daughter is 
you know, different birthdays and things of that sort. I hope this is making sense. I think you feel me. If you feel me, you feel me. Um, but yeah, so um, I may not be in the same space. It, it may not be happening like in the, you feel me, whatever. I'm, I can't, I can't explain this anymore. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to, um, go through this blog post and that's kind of the format. And I don't think that this is the typical format for a podcast, but it's what's going to work for me. So, um, I hope you enjoy. I'm not happy. I'm healing. I'm exhausted. And yet here I am at my computer, unable to quiet the reoccurring anxiety that sets in every night before I sleep. My babies are in my bed, leaving a sliver of space for me that I will have to fight to keep during the night. They wrap arms around me, leave satin bonnets under my neck and lay heavy heads on my chest. They are growing and changing and I'm grasping for more opportunities to be mama to my babies. My son at nine is becoming a young man whose feet are bigger than mine. He asks for advice on how to be a gentleman to pretty little girls. He's becoming a young man who looks at me to figure me out instead of looking at me to tell him who he is. He knows he's brilliant. And my daughter, who I taught to read two years ago, is now six. She's reading chapter books independently and my text messages sneakily and tells me she's going to marry Kendrick Lamar because he is so handsome. She's got good taste. And yet, with all of this goodness... These babies who have been the most important beings in my world, with these incredible humans by my side, I am not happy. And that's okay. I'm healing. I'm looking at a note that was sent with a gift from one of my dearest friends from childhood. On your birthday, I celebrate you and the special place you have in my heart. And I tear up every time that I read it. This friend has been a part of my life since I was 15 years old. He talks me through nights of devastation regarding my divorce. He was my first crush, the first guy that I looked at with awe, the first male that inspired me. I remember watching him from the balcony of the Grand Olympia Theater in Miami during a dress rehearsal, a trumpeter with bravado and swagger and passion. And something began to swell inside of me. And I knew whatever he felt on that stage, I wanted to feel that as well. I wanted whatever he was made of. I have a complex relationship with men, as most women do. I've experienced the majority of my trauma from my relationships with men. I've also received the majority of my healing from my interactions with them. Healing is an interesting thing. We are now so informed that we flippantly remind ourselves that it's not linear, but I fail in acknowledging to myself that it is also not logical. Healing follows no rules and gives zero fucks about time. It is outside of our limited scopes and truly runs its course, zigzagging throughout the emotional and spiritual elements of our compositions. The first time that I was intimate after divorce, I slept through the night soundly for the first time in over a decade. My partner knew bits about my past, that I was abused as a child, that my ex-husband had been my first and only sexual partner that I experienced sexual assaults as an adult. Although my new partner was strong and sturdy, he was tender and attentive and I felt seen and safe, 
a feeling that was never consistent for me. And so here I was, waking up the next morning in his oversized shirt, poking myself in my right temple because it is so pronounced for my smiling. I'm telling myself to get the goofy grin off of my face, but I can't. And it's in that very moment that I finally truly know that all of the difficult decisions that had led me to that point were all worth it. I cover my face with my hands to try to convince the tears not to come, but they do. And for the first time in a long time, I feel like I have permission to be me. I turn over and of course my partner has been watching this whole inner moment silently. We lace fingers and he asks me if I'm okay. And I convey to him that I am fucking amazing. And I am fucking amazing in my existence. I'm healing. I'm grateful. I am present and doing the hard work of standing up every day. I'm doing the hard work of resting, unlearning conditioning of always being a support and instead centering my own needs, comfort, and pleasure. I'm doing the unthinkable and retraining my subconscious to believe that I matter and that I am worthy of good things. I am challenging voices and scars of neglect with truth. I am content. It's kind of the feeling of performing. Before I go on stage, I ground myself. I dismiss the feelings that I have, excitement, hunger, sadness, giddiness. Whatever those feelings are, I let them know that I will give them space when I leave the stage. But for now, I'm lending my body to this experience. Right now, I'm content with not feeling happy. I'm lending my body, my spirit to the experience of healing. I'm often overwhelmed but grateful, scared shitless, but grateful, lonely, but grateful. I'm learning basic skills to thrive that I never had the opportunity to learn or practice before. I'm learning that when I choose myself, I will always win. (laughs) Isn't it amazing? I'm no longer dating my ex-partner, but I'm so grateful for him. My relationship with him was a gift to release my doubt, my self-blame, my feelings of guilt for choosing myself. I experienced traumas being healed instead of compounded. I found hope in the reflection of myself that I saw in his eyes. And seeing myself in that way, the way he saw me, perhaps that's what I saw on that stage all those years ago something that I wanted and that I look for in the men that I find myself so drawn to. Perhaps they are reflecting the potential of who I could be or the reflection of who I really am. And so naturally, I'm drawn to them, drawn to myself, which is most surely the only companion I truly can't live without and the only way to get to happy. I hope that I get there. I believe that I'm worthy of happiness. I look forward to this journey that I'll take with all of its turns. I yearn for big, bountiful happiness. Happiness that is self-generated and long-lasting, bursting with expectancy for its continuation. But for now, I'm just healing, and that's all right with me. If you're on your healing journey, I salute you. You are worth the work and the effort. If things feel difficult, know that that feeling isn't abnormal. Nothing is wrong with you. You are doing the hard work of saving a life. 
You're a fucking superhero. Love, Tariva. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, This was the first episode and I made it through without crying. (laughs) I am a big crybaby. So um, yeah, this is a huge, huge accomplishment for me. Not that tears are bad. There's nothing wrong with tears, okay? We're going to process this together. (laughs) But um, you guys are amazing and you're worthy of all of the good and beautiful things that this life has to offer again thank you so much for tuning in um come back at the same time next week uh which is anytime you fucking want because you rule your own life and you don't need anyone to tell you what the fuck to do um (laughs) thank you guys again for listening um you're amazing and uh i hope that you have a great week love tariva mwah